Hello, dear friend, and welcome. My name is Cynthia Alice Anderson, and I'm the owner and founder of the Experience of the Soul podcast channel. I have been so honored to be able to offer these programs several days a week, and these programs I know are inspiring, they are supporting, and they are uplifting your life's journey. I want to see that continue, and I honor you for being a part of making that happen. So for over five years, we've been able to offer these programs, and we want to continue to be able to offer them. So over the next 90 days, we are raising $9,000, and that's going to get us all the way through the end of the year. So I ask you to consider taking the time to support the channel that supports you. And again, our goal that we're asking you to be a part of is $9,000 in 90 days. And we look forward to hearing from you, friend. We're honored to support your journey. And we always are lifting you in prayer for God's highest and best in your life. Blessings on the journey, dear friend. And I look forward to seeing you very soon. Welcome to the weekly message from Unity North Tampa, presented here on the Experience of the Soul podcast channel. Today's message is The Twelve Powers in You, Faith and Strength, and was recorded on Sunday, January 15th, 2023. Well, today is a great day. If you haven't gotten your book yet, I want to tell you why I wrote this book. I believe the 12 powers are so important to our life and journey, and I know one day I'm not going to be here. But you know what? These truths are going to always be here. And I decided to write a book that was understandable. Here, let's move this. So I don't have to look through a microphone. Um, I wrote this book with a couple of friends because we love the 12 powers. But every time we went to look at them and study them, we were reading a thick book by Charles Fillmore that I've told you this, how he begins a sentence and how he ends it are two separate thoughts. You've got to really be wanting to learn the 12 powers to hang in there with Charles Fillmore. Now, I love his writing, but what we did is we took these teachings and we made them like bite size. It's like, oh, right? So today we're going to study two powers. We're going to study faith and strength. Say that with me. Faith and strength. So that's two powers that we're going to study. And we're in a two-month series. We're going to study all 12 powers. And we're going to take our time. Because what I've learned is sometimes we, we, we act like spirituality is like five easy steps. And if you just do this, all will be well. I know because I've written books and I've worked with a lot of self-help authors. And you know what? After the authors leave, the people end up in my office and say, what am I doing wrong? These five steps don't work. I'm not totally healed in five months or five weeks or five days. And that's because the spiritual journey is just that. It is a journey and a process. And anybody that's telling you different doesn't know any better clearly. But the true seekers of God understand we are on a journey. And it is a journey. Remember we talked about last week, we're all seeking God in some way. That cultures all around the world, that's why we have religions all over the world, that it's part of being human to understand we have some divine nature somewhere and we're always trying to get it. The thing we, we, we've, it's like, We've forgotten or forget to look the last. It's like the last place we think to look is here. 
And the presence is already here. That presence in unity we call the Christ. That every aspect of you, you're going to hear me repeat this every week, that every aspect of you is holy. And every aspect of your mind, body, and soul, there is holiness. There is spirit. There is goodness. There is truth. There is life. There is faith. There is strength. There is more power than you can ever imagine. As a matter of fact, I could say to you today, you have as much power as anyone who's ever lived on this planet or ever will be. Spiritually, that's true. Spiritually, that's 100% true. What we've done is forgotten to access our power. We have forgotten to access the power that is ours. And we're on, I want to show you, um, do you have the images for me, Rory, of the 12 powers? Okay. Oh, okay, that's all right. So give me these. So here's a list of all 12. And we're calling these the 12 powers in you. Of course, as Charles Fillmore discovered them, what he realized is these are the powers that were all present in Jesus. And he gave each one, he assigned each one to a disciple, each one a color. He was looking for any way for these powers to become real in his life. And I honestly believe, I said this last week, and I want to mention it again. I honestly believe we have unity because of the 12 powers. Because Charles Fillmore's application of these powers in his own body led to a miraculous healing. First, it was his wife, then it was him. Because he was a business guy in his head. He bought and sold real estate. He didn't know about spiritual things. But what he saw was people hungering and 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 not not having their spiritual life be very real. They would go to church, and at, right after church, it was like they'd never been. <laughs> right? So he was trying to give people spiritual meaning to take through their lives all week. It wasn't just about sitting and getting something from a priest or a rabbi or a minister. It was about embodying the teaching. Right? And Jesus said, hey, you know what? I'm going to send out these 70, right? It's called the sending of the 70. Jesus said, I've done my part, your turn. In other words, Jesus had full faith in his disciples and all these people he was calling in, right, to go out and do likewise. So this is really our call in the world. And it's not just to sit and worship Jesus. It's to embody the Christ that Jesus so perfectly embodied. So what's so amazing about these 12 powers, you can see that little figure on the on the right, and it, you'll see it in the book, and there's two different figures in the book. There's a male and a female figure, and it shows you the placement of all of those spiritual powers. If you've ever studied the chakras, they also, uh, many of them align with the chakras as well. So the idea is that these are spiritual centers that are contained in the body that you can access for your own mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual healing. That all of these powers are available to you. Will you say with me, these powers are mine. Say that with me. These powers are mine. Yeah, these powers are mine. I already have them. Right? I already have them. I don't have to try harder. They're already there. What we're seeking to do is wake up, like awaken to that power. And 
just this last week, I, I told you last Sunday that I was going to be working with some basketball kids. Do you remember that? It was really great. The, it's a, it's a, um, it's a nonprofit. It's called All, All Stars. All Stars are bright. And it, it's a bunch of kids playing basketball, but they're not only learning about basketball, they're learning about life skills. And I helped them with three things. I told you this last week, but I want to remind you of it because it's going to help us in our application of the 12 powers. I said, anything you want to do, three keys for a success mindset is thought, belief, and action. Right? Thought, belief, and action. So if you just read the book, I mean, that's good, but that's not going to make a difference. Your belief and then your action in working them, activating them, seeking to know them in your life, then that will become real for you. And it's the key to any manifestation. Thought, belief, and action. Say that with me. Thought, belief, and action. Yeah, thought, belief, and action. So as we're studying the top two today, faith and strength. Faith and strength are already available to you. So let's look at uh, number two with faith, the power of faith. So what is faith? Well, Charles Fillmore said it is the perceiving power of the mind linked the power to shape substance. The perceiving power of the mind linked with the power to shape substance. In other words, our faith and really imagination as well, which is another one of the powers, helps us bring from the invisible into the visible. That faith is the stronger version of trust. And that's right out of Charles Fillmore. Charles Fillmore said it this way. Trust is the weaker brand of faith. Because you can trust people and things, but faith is trust in God. Faith is trust in God. Will you say that with me? Faith is trust in God. Faith is trust in God. Right? So it is this belief. This belief in God in the presence pervading every aspect of your life. I've had to work this a little bit myself because I've been working, um, I've been working this last, since about last August, I've really been working with my physical body in a new way. And I've started a martial art system called jujitsu. And what I've really learned from my professor that I work with, and I work with him one-on-one and I take the classes. And one of the keys to success in jujitsu is belief. <laughs> Because sometimes you're flipping upside down, you're on top of people you don't know, you're in really strange positions, you're doing things you never imagined you would be doing. And what I've learned is if you don't believe it, you're wildly unsuccessful. (laughs) But if you believe it, you go, oh, oh, I just did that. Like my, my coach just the other day, I was learning something and he goes, this is your favorite one. I started laughing. I said, oh, great. This is my favorite one. Cool. I said, I'm just going to believe that. He goes, great idea. And he goes, oh, what you're going to do, you're going to take this and you're going to wrap it around my neck and then you're going to flip over this way. And I said, oh, this is my favorite one. <laughs> and I, even though I knew what he was saying is, this is the hardest one. But he so believes in the power of your belief. He said, this is your favorite. I'm telling you, after you do this, you're going to love it. Of course, I did it 10 times in a row. And by the 10th time, I did love it. Because I believed it was possible. Is this making sense? But my belief really wasn't in me or in my coach. It was a belief that it was possible. Because the truth is, 
I thought to myself, should a 50, almost 54-year-old woman be flipping over upside down? I don't know. My ego wanted to fight that. I mean, is this really a good idea while I'm choking somebody who could take my lies out? Okay, that's what he said to do. So I wrapped the thing around his neck and flipped over. He said, that's perfect. (laughs) Okay. But it took some belief to do it. You understand what I'm saying? It took some belief. So it's funny because when I first started working the 12 powers, you remember I said this, that when I walked into ministerial school, I was like, "Ah, am I, is my faith moving too quickly? Am I changing too much? And then I realized, oh, this is something physical in my body. So that power of faith is located in something called the pineal gland. Have you ever heard of that? It basically governs the body, right? Right? So faith is the foundation. Faith is the foundation. So what disciple do you think? Think about this. Don't answer right away. Give it some thought. What disciple would represent faith? Peter, exactly why? He, he, yes, and, and Jesus said to Peter, upon this rock, I will build my church. Remember that? Even though Peter, remember, was the one who also denied Jesus, right? So sometimes we can have a wrong use of our faith, and that's what we're trying to point out is these are powers available to you, but until you activate them, they're going to have a use of the ego rather than a use by God. Yeah. Yeah, Jesus says, so his name was Simon or Simon Peter, right? And Jesus said, now you're going to be called the rock. Peter means rock. Yeah, so faith is your foundation for all the other powers. It is believing that you're holy. Believing that you're holy. That's what this step is in faith. I believe that I am holy. Will you say that with me? I believe that I am holy. Yeah, and from the scriptures, this is from Hebrews 11. This is one of the first scriptures I ever memorized. Let's look at it here. This is Hebrews 11, 1 through 3. Now, faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. Indeed, by faith, our ancestors received approval. By faith, we understand that the worlds were prepared by the word of God so that what is seen was made from things that are not visible. Right, so it's it's saying, even though I can't see God, God must be here. But it's a little bit of a process to get there, isn't it? Because we were taught God was where? Way up there. And maybe if you did it right, you might get down a little, handed down a little present or something every now and then. And if you did something wrong, we'd say, ooh, watch out, you're going to get hit by a what? Lightning bolt. Right, so that's what we're unlearning. So it's like, To it becomes to me, becomes through me, becomes as me. Yeah. See, it was way out here. Maybe, maybe, just maybe. All right, so this is the faith in the belief that it is here now. Right, faith that this power lives in me. And people will say to me, Cynthia Alice or Rev, you know what? I just need more faith. And I go, no, you have all the faith you need. And they go, no, I need more faith. I go, no, the faith's already there. Just take a minute and start believing in it. The faith is there. Activate it. 
And so one of the ways we activate it is simply by imagining this faith awakening, like through a real simple statement, sometimes this easy, like through Christ, divine faith is now awakened in me. Through Christ, divine faith is now awakened in me. Will you say that with me? Through Christ, divine faith is now awakened in me. So I want you to think of an area of your life, and I'm not going to ask you to share it or tell me, but I want you to think of an area where you're not really able to have a deeper trust, which we know is really faith, right? It could be job, it could be relationship, it could be money, whatever it is. And I want you to think about activating that internal power that you have on this situation. And it's going to take some time on your part every single day to do a little bit of work. It might even be working through grief, just having the faith that you're going to get through it. Asking God to work in and through so that you can believe you'll get from here to here. It could be a loss of a friendship or a loved one. Believe that you are loved. This is activating your faith. And it's hard because you can't see it in the outer, right? Yeah. Well, all the other powers we're going to work over the next eight, seven weeks now are going to uh, help inform this faith. It's not going to be blind faith. You're going to have other signs. You're going to have other symbols. But sometimes we have to first believe, don't we? We have to first believe that something else is possible for us. You know, sometimes I've worked with a lot of people with physical illness, with dealing with recovery and all types of things. People, I, I, there's a, a dear friend, I have her permission to share. She was a um, helicopter pilot. She uh, was a pilot of the Black Hawk and she did uh, black ops for our government. She flew in places. I mean, the things she did, career military, her brother's career military. She grew up in Puerto Rico. Incredible warrior. She got into a situation. She was the only survivor. Everybody that she was working with, helping, everybody in the unit died. She crashed and was told when she woke up she would never talk. She would never walk again because she had a, a TBI, traumatic brain injury. But you know what? Not only is she talking, not only is she walking, She's studying unity teachings. She wants to be a unity minister. She's not just talking or just walking. She's doing all of those things. All of those things, they said, was not possible. And so when I was getting to know her, I said, how did you do it? I want to know how you got from what they said to what you're now telling me. And she said, you know, it was real funny. My doctors would come in. They'd give me these. They'd give me the, you know, the medicines. They'd check my IVs and all that, and they'd do a little status report. And she said, I was in the hospital for three years. I mean, that's, that's hard for us to fathom, isn't it? She said, I was in the hospital three years, and every day after the doctors would come in, this little guy would come in, and he would uh, sweep up my room, and he talked to me. I said, really? She said, yeah, he was like the, like a maintenance guy. But he always had like a little word of encouragement, would tell me I could do it and everything. She said, so after the three years went by, I went back to the hospital. I wanted to thank, you know, all the uh, the nurses, you know, she went to the, uh, what do you call it, the charge desk, you know, 
where all the nurses were and the doctors and everything, where they would check in. And she said, I want to thank this guy who helped me. And they said, what What guy? Who are you talking about? (laughs) Do you know what what I'm leaning towards already? They they said, what guy? And she said, well, his name was Buddy. And they go, oh, there's there's no guy working here named Buddy. She goes, no, no, I want to explain this guy to you. He, like, always had a broom, and he was always talking to me. And he would come in right after the doctors. They go, we'll look it up. But no one has ever worked here with that name. They said, but you don't have a maintenance? I mean, she could not believe it. And she said, I just know today that Buddy was my angel. Who helped me believe? And because I believed, I got well. That's all I know. She said, I ran from God my whole life. And this little presence that would come in and would talk to me and would work with me. She said, I've never believed in God. But after that, I believe. Beautiful. You know, there's a statement from Shakespeare that says, there are more things, Horatio, than are dreamt of in your philosophy. And I believe the universe sends us signs and symbols all the time. All right, so we already have all the faith we need. Say with me, I have all the faith I need. Together, I have all the faith I need. So your work then, your work this week, is to begin to activate that faith. Spend time every day activating that faith. Whether there's something you're working on, something you're working with, especially if you feel there's a struggle, imagine this faith awakening in you. Imagine it awakening and informing all the cells, all the muscles, all the bones in your body. Imagine your whole body awakening to this spiritual energy. Okay, that's number two is faith. Number three is strength. So strength is, and by the way, these candles, of course, are the order of the power. So you know that the color of strength is this light green. It was called the spring green, which I like. And that your strength is the lower back. I think it's so interesting, right? Because this is without the strength in this lower back, you can't do anything, can you? Have you anybody ever hurt your back? You can't do anything when your back is hurt, right? So He's saying, amen. I know, because we were lifting up your back for healing, right? So so this area, and, and you know what I'm saying, that this is physical. It, it, it's not physical. It's spiritual that informs the physical, the emotional, and the spiritual. This is a spiritual center of strength. And I'm saying we know it because physically, when that's not working, it's hard to do anything. Well, believe it or not, it is this strength, too, of spirit that you need. And you see how closely faith and strength are aligned. Because faith is a belief that, like, strength, my dad would call that the stick to He would say, well, honey, you just got to hang in there and persevere. You got to hang in there and persevere. Faith and strength working together will accomplish anything. I'll tell you, uh, I've never told this story in church. I'm not sure why I'm being guided to tell it. When I was a little kid, I really wanted a swimming pool. And we did not have money for a swimming pool. But my dad got frustrated and said, well, if you want a swimming pool, go out there and dig one. I said, okay. (laughs) Friends, I dug all day long. And my dad said, my God. He went into my mom and said, what are we going to do? She's going to actually do this. And my mom said, well, I guess we've got to get her a swimming pool. 
So that became the fish pond, and they did build a pool. <laughs> but I said, I was thinking, you did teach me to persevere, right? So you did teach me to persevere. Having that, that, that perseverance is strength. It's like when you think you can't go on, but you do anyway. Have you ever had that? Maybe there was something you were really called to. I I found as a parent, I've accessed my strength more than ever because if I'm tired, it doesn't matter. Kids still got to go to the violin lesson. If I'm tired, it doesn't matter. I still need to get things done to make sure he's ready for a successful day at school. Even though I may not feel like making a gourmet breakfast, he gets that every morning. My son is so spoiled with food. Oh, you can't believe the breakfast. Fruit, a smoothie, eggs, a little sausage or bacon, some rice. And where's that address? Oh. Yeah, but as a parent, it's like, it doesn't matter if I feel like it, time to go. Time to grow up and persevere. So strength is this power to persevere. When you think you can't go on, but you can. Now, there's also a balance we have to find as well. Some of us have pushed ourselves past the brink, and we're learning to find this balance, right? Say with me, yeah, mm mm-hmm, right, right. Some of us have pushed ourselves too far. We've used our strength too much. So all these spiritual powers, again, are about coming into balance. They're about coming into balance spiritually, physically, emotional, emotionally, psychologically. All these are related. Remember we said last week, we're spirit, soul, and body, Three distinct parts of one integrated whole, right? So through Christ, divine strength is now awakened in me. Just put your hand back there on the small of your back if you can reach that. I'm going to say it again and then imagine uh, imagine that heating up almost, that, that lumbar area. Through Christ, divine strength is now awakened in me. Will you say that with me? Through Christ, divine strength is now awakened in me. This strength, yes. Thank you for listening to the weekly message from Unity North Tampa here on the Experience of the Soul podcast channel. This channel is made possible because of listeners just like you. If you would like to support the channel with your tax-deductible contribution on an ongoing basis or through a one-time gift, head over to experienceofthesoul.com. This message is copyright 2023, Unity North Tampa, all rights reserved. Our theme music, The Light of God, is composed by Shannon Croft and used with permission and available at shannoncroft.com. The Experience of the Soul podcast channel is a production of 818 Studios.